yes, there's a, a certain amount of planning that you can do, but I think sometimes, and, and I'm guilty of this, we get caught up in that where we're trying to make everything perfect and then we're not really taking action steps. We're just spinning our wheels. And so, yeah, so my mantra is, you know, GSD, just, just get it done. Just do something, do what's one step that you can take to get closer to whatever your big goal is. So yeah. Is it setting up a website? Yes. Set up a website. Okay. What's the next step? Write a blog post. Okay. Can you do that every week or can you do that every two weeks and making it a priority and putting it on your schedule? This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I'm John McGowan, your host, and you can reach me, John, at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. I'm frequently asked, John, what exactly do you do? And I'll tell people, well, I have an internet business. Oh, what's it about? And rather than going to a long explanation, I'll, exp- I'll tell the person, I have a platform for promoting smart, talented, motivated people in fitness. And they kind of cock their head to the side, kind of like your dog does, and will tell me more. And it, What I explain is that over the last five years, I have given voice to dozens and dozens and dozens of fitness professionals, talented instructors, uh, industry experts that they had no opportunity to do in the past. Now, my guest today is someone who has made a huge effort at promoting herself online and I see it as a natural path is then we might as well have her on the podcast. So I'd like everybody to meet Darcy Noblick. Welcome Darcy. Hi John. Thanks for having me. You are doing a wonderful job promoting yourself online. You have a beautiful website. I'm very jealous actually. And you're a very attractive person, so you have this great picture on the front. What led you or motivated you to, to start putting yourself out there like this? So, oh, goodness. So, so let's, what led me here to this, this point? Um, do you mind if I, if I back it up all, all the way back into the, the early 90s? Oh, absolutely. Because I don't, I don't know the history. So let's get started. So back to the early nineties. Okay. Okay. Back to the early nineties. I had my first sort of introduction into fitness. I grew up in a really small town. I had my first introduction into fitness, uh, via Cindy Crawford, believe it or not. She had this, not even a DVD. Listen to me. It was, it was a VHS tape of, um, I think it was like shape your body or total body, something like that. And, um, I started working out in my parents' basement when at the, the beginning of high school to get ready for, for cheerleading and for track. And that was sort of my first introduction into fitness. And, you know, through the years, fitness was always a part of my life. 
And those VHS tapes eventually turned into DVDs. And I went to college in Chicago. I went to the University of Illinois at Chicago and got my bachelor's degree in nursing there. And it was there in college, mind you. I remember I started in a really small town. It was there in, in uh, college that I was really first introduced into to group exercise classes beyond just me and Cindy Crawford working out on the TV together. And, um, you know, I, I, I dabbled in it. I, I went the traditional route with nursing. I got a job in the hospital and was, was always you know, working out on the side really as a way to not so much in terms of fitness endurance or cardiovascular workout, but really as a stress reliever. And it was just kind of an escape and an outlet for me that that was always just a little bit a part of my life going forward. And um, through some different job changes and some, you know, life throws at you, really interesting, interesting situations that you can, can choose to learn from. And there was one in particular that, that happened in around 2008, uh, that made me stop and reevaluate things in my life. And I realized that it was, it was fitness. It was fitness that kept me grounded and really made me feel authentic when I felt like everything else in my life was was falling down a little bit. And it was at that point that I decided, you know what, I, I want to do this and I want to do this more than just for myself. I want to share this with others. And so I got my first group fitness certification and I did it through Mad Dog Athletics and I got my spinning certification and I started teaching one, one spinning class a week. And I poured my heart into it with the desire to inspire others. And, you know, I knew what fitness had done for me from, from just a, an individual sort of healing standpoint. And I wanted to share that with others. And, uh, and that's how it started. And as I was looking for resources to help me build my classes and be the best instructor possible, as I was doing internet searches, I realized that at that point, there wasn't a lot out there. So I thought, you know what, I am going to, I'm going to get just a free WordPress site. I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to start sharing ideas, um, music ideas, profile ideas, and really just have a platform where I can start to connect with other instructors like myself who was, who was looking for, for online support. And that's, that's sort of how that started. Um, I, so your, so your online efforts started in about 2008, about 2008. Correct. Yes. With free, it's so easy, easy peasy. I have no it, um, background Easy uh, WordPress free free site, mm-hmm. and it still is. You know, it you can, is. You can have a WordPress site. Well, there's Blogger and a couple other places that are completely free, or you can have your own domain and a, your own WordPress site for I don't know, probably twenty or thirty dollars a year, right? Exactly. You know, some cheap hosting, and sure, all right. Well, so continue. <laughs> exactly, exactly, um, and you know. I, I can only speak to WordPress and the only reason this is this is not a great reason to choose one thing over the other but I had a friend who was always also using WordPress so that's why I decided to go with that instead of one of the other sites like you had mentioned um 
because I knew my friend already had a little bit of information and I could email her and say, help me, I can't figure out how to do this. So that was, that was really the whole rationale as to why, why I chose WordPress versus any of the other sites. But I, right. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to remember, I had a site I was it on WordPress or was it on blog? I think it was on blogger. Mm-hmm. Should check and see if it's, it's probably still there. <laughs> but that was about 2008 as well. So we were on this about the same time frame. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened then? Did you get some feedback? Did you did it? Uh, did you or did you just sit there wonder if anyone ever saw it? <laughs> at first, at first, I, you know how sometimes when you're teaching classes, you feel like. You're just kind of talking to yourself. You know, some classes are right. more responsive than the others. It felt that way. It felt like, you know, maybe I'm just writing this for my, for myself. But it, it, was a, it was a good exercise. But, you know, with, with things on the internet, it takes time, a little bit of time for, for it to gain some traction. And I did start to get feedback. And really nice feedback. People were really awesome. And they were, you know, they were complimenting me and they were appreciative of, of the sharing of ideas, which was my initial goal. Um, when I started, when I started the blog, um, the blog started to evolve. My personal career in fitness also started to evolve. And what I eventually did was, um, I left, I mean, you never really leave nursing. Once you're a nurse, you're always a nurse. But but I left nursing in the traditional sense and jumped into health and wellness and fitness full time where now what I do to make a living, like my job, it, it feels funny because it doesn't feel like a job, but but my my career is stemming from this passion of, of fitness and wellness and, um, and doing health coaching and and working with people on an individual basis and also on a group basis. And as my business evolved, I had to get my website to keep up. And so, um, I actually hired someone and worked with her and we designed a, a new, more friendly website that was giving more information than just the um, cycling information that I had started with. And so now in, on my website, uh, you can get information about health and wellness. And I touch on some, some nutrition and some food in addition to, you know, sharing music, sharing group fitness ideas, um, and that's that's all evolved on my blog. Gotcha. Okay. So along this, you know, from 2000, 2008 up until now, are you promoting what you're doing online to your students? Yes. Okay. And so you're, are you doing, um, you know, I, there's some instructors, you know, and that's what my original blog was, is to post my classes you know, and to give people a place to, you know, find what's going to be next week. Are you doing that type of thing or is it more general information? It, it's a little bit of both. Um, I often, after class, I would get approached by by people who took the class and they were like, what, what was that one song, <laughs> you know, seven minutes in that we did a, a standing climb to. And, and so then, you know, they can go to my, my blog. Um, I don't have a super creative way of assigning my cycling 
profiles. They're just numbered. So I can have them go to my blog and search, you know, say for um, number 124, and that'll pull up up the playlist. That was that I, I still use that feature. Um, and as the blog is evolving and I'm getting more involved in in health coaching and nutrition coaching, in addition to the group fitness that I'm teaching, um, I'm also talking a lot about sort of where our motivation comes from and where our inspiration comes from to make healthy changes in our life. Or even, you know, when you're in that class and you feel the fatigue setting in, you know, how can you, how can you leverage your past successes? How can you talk yourself through pushing a little bit harder or finishing the class when maybe your legs really don't feel like it? So my blog is, is also starting to take more of um, an inspirational turn and me sharing more of my personal stories in hopes to, to motivate others. Got it. You do some personal coaching and now are you a personal trainer as well? Where, where, help us understand, you know, your expertise at that level. Uh, so I do, I do individual coaching on, um, a couple of different levels. Um, I have my personal training certification through NASM. I also have a um, couple of health coaching certifications, one through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and the other through Well Coaches, which focuses a lot on coaching psychology. And so I will see clients on an individual basis. I have some clients that I just see for personal training, for fitness. And then I have others that I will just see for health coaching and nutrition information. And then I do have clients that we put a combination of both of those um, in our sessions where we're doing some discussion around nutrition um, and around fitness as well. Got it. All right. So part of this conversation has to be your reward for all this work. And typically that's financial, although some of it just positive comments, I guess you could say, is a reward of sorts. Was your personal training certification um, a necessary part to actually start to, to use the term monetize, to start generating income for what you're doing online? <laughs> um, was it necessary? Let me, well, let me ask you a different way. Is, could someone who's just a spinning instructor provide coaching that, that people could pay, would pay for? Do you see, yes. a, see that that's possible? So, so I, um, one of, one of the sort of early mistakes that I made was I think I was teaching too many I was physically teaching too many classes and I started to feel burnt out. And so that was, that was where the personal training certification came in, where I was still able to connect with people, um, doing fitness, which, which I love, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't physically having to exert all of the energy that I did when I was, you know, teaching 
you know, trying to teach five, six classes a day. So could you, could you do this without the personal training component? Yes, I think you could. You would have to be smarter about it than I was because you do get physically tired when you're teaching that many classes. Um, but that's when, that's when techniques like teaching off of the bike or, you know, in a group exercise, um, you know, say like a, a total body conditioning class where you're demonstrating the exercise and then you're going around and you're you're making the corrections of your participants where you're not actually physically doing the entire workout with the class. So yeah, to backtrack, yes, I think you can do this without having a personal training certification. I think it is beneficial to have that, to have just to have that knowledge base um, to be able to do this, but you, it's not a requirement. Got it. But it, it is helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely helpful. Just just from the education um, component alone. Okay. So you've been blogging, writing, promoting yourself for six years, five years, um, something right in there. Um, what has the result been for you? The result has been an a tremendous amount of success that I never would have predicted when I wrote my very first blog post back in 2008. Um, so success in terms of being able to connect with other instructors and other um, fitness enthusiasts, to be able to connect, to be able to share idea, ideas, to educate. I think I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach and I'm a, a teacher at heart and to be able to, to educate others. And then, you know, you'd mentioned sort of success in terms of, of monetary. Uh, the other thing that I've been able to do with my website is create these indoor, right now, I'm just doing indoor cycling um, playlists and profiles so complete that instructors who are short on time and you know what who who isn't short on time can go to the site can purchase the playlist profile print it out find the songs um, that are linked in the the playlist and uh, get ready and, and teach a class all all under probably 15 minutes at the most to be able to do that so I've seen success in terms of, of monetizing the website in that way. Um, I've also am working on a couple of other eBooks and a couple of other e-products that'll be featured on the website. So, you know, I see it twofold. I see, I see the connection. I see the, the creation of community and being a resource for other instructors and other fitness professionals. And then I also see success in terms of, of really being able to monetize my site and to be able to make uh, additional revenue off of this site. So I see it. I see success in both of, both of those that I never would have imagined back in 2008 when I wrote that first blog post. Okay. So Darcy, let me ask you this question then. Someone's listening to this and they think, wow, you know, I've always wanted to do that. I'm going to do it. And then they go to your website and they think, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to compete with Darcy? How, or what would you tell them to encourage them to, to kind of create their own little niche? I would tell them first that comparison is the thief of joy. You know, <clears throat> we can get really caught up in looking at what what other people are doing and and use that as um 
as a way to judge ourselves to say, you know, we couldn't do that. You know, it's not good enough. So I would no comparison. Everyone brings their own personality. Um, just like I'm a different cycling instructor than you are. We all bring our own personality. And so I would say, you know, stop, stop the negative chatter, stop the comparison. Instead, use my site as inspiration and do it. Just do it. Just take one step. Um, maybe it's, you know, setting up your own website and starting to blog. Or maybe it's, you know, going on social media platform like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and start to connect with other instructors. Um, but whatever you do, really let your personality shine because that's what people are, are attracted to. They're attracted to, uh, each individual's um, own personality. And so bring that, bring that to whatever you're doing um, and just do something. Just take one step. That is the most important thing, isn't it? To, to take bold action, as they would say, rather than sit there and just think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I swear? Can I swear? Can I say the S word? If you know what, if you need to, go right in. <laughs> okay. So, so one of the things that I think has contributed to my success is is really connecting with with others who are doing things that are similar to what I want to do, only they're doing it a little bit better, and connecting with them. And so, I'm I'm a one of the things that I do to help improve my professional development is I'm a part of a mentorship group, and we have this phrase. And we abbreviate it with um, GSD. So it's get, mm, you know, done, right? Get shit done. <laughs> so Good, that, This is an adult show, I guess. <laughs> okay, so. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, I always select clean, clean music for, <laughs> for my yes, profiles. Yes, we all do. So all I just want to make sure. But, you know, it, it, it's true. We can say stuff. We'll say stuff. Get right. stuff. No, it's not, it's not as quite as effective. <laughs> it's as, not. As, but it's get stuff done, right? It's, it's you know, yes, there's a, a certain amount of planning that you can do. But I think sometimes, and, and I'm guilty of this, we get caught up in that where we're trying to make everything perfect and then we're not really taking action steps. We're just spinning our wheels. And so, yeah, so my mantra is, you know, GSD, just, just get it done. Just do something, do what's one step that you can take to get closer to whatever your big goal is. So yeah, is it setting up a website? Yes. Set up a website. Okay. What's the next step? Write a blog post. Okay. Can you do that every week or can you do that every two weeks and making it a priority and putting it on your schedule? Um, one of the other mistakes that I made early on was thinking that things would evolve sort of naturally. I'll do that blog post when I have time and I have time, you know, oh, Wednesday or Thursday. But life gets in the way. And so, you know, part of, of GSD is making, making things priority. So actually getting into your calendar and blocking off time. Here's two hours on Thursday afternoon that I am going to write my blog post every single week so I can be consistent so that my readers and my followers know, oh, you know, every week there's going to be a new blog post on the site. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, one thing that, and I've told this story before, listeners may recognize this, but when I started this, 
again, five, you know, we're just, we're in our sixth year. And when I started this, my fear was we're going to run out of things to talk about. You know, I mean, it's indoor cycling. <laughs> what, what are we going to talk about? Well, this is, a, this is episode like 270 something. I, I should have checked beforehand. And the act of creating content, they would call it posts, podcasts, whatever, it, it trains your brain to look for opportunities and interesting things to talk about. And it, to me, it's almost, it's almost a curse now because I'm, oh, I should, I could write about that. I could talk about this. I could interview them. You know, every time the idea magazine shows up or lifetime fitness has this great magazine, oh, I, I should contact them and talk to them. And so the fear of that people have as far as, well, what would I write about or what would I talk about? Um, once you get in the habit of it, the, your eyes open and you, you see this whole world of interesting things that you can uh, comment on, talk about, inform about, uh, or anything else. And has that been your experience? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm sitting here chuckling. Um, <laughs> yes, I... <laughs> I keep notes on my my iPhone because inspiration strikes you at at really sometimes inopportune times. So I keep notes on my iPhone of of topics to talk about on on my blog or questions that I want to ask on Facebook. Um, and then I, yeah, I recently joined Instagram, so it's like oh the the pictures, take a picture of this, take a picture of that, and uh, yes, there, there's, oh, there's so much, there's so much out there that you can draw upon, um, to use as yes, content as you called it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's kind of a general catch all term. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then the other thing is that you can find interesting things to talk about, read about, write about, um, at all different levels. It can be a global level like we're talking about right now, or it could be about your little community and a, a participant in your class, for example, that has an interesting job. You know, maybe they shoe llamas or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it, uh, and, and people will, will uh, or you can use that as a method to connect with some subset of the population you know that's the beauty of the internet everybody's on it and there are a lot of everybody and people are looking for things that interest them so if you happen to be a blacksmith that makes shoes for llamas you know you could write a post about it and you'd connect with all the the llama blacksmiths uh, in the world probably and uh, right yes yes <laughs> Well, you don't understand what I'm getting at, though, is that they're, uh, yeah, I mean, they're just a whole world of opportunity. All right. So what's next for Darcy Noblick? Oh, lots of exciting things. Um, I am working on writing an ebook. I shouldn't even say working on. Let me rephrase that. I'm writing an ebook. There, that sounds better. I'm writing an ebook um, that is a group fitness companion guide. It is um, it's for fitness enthusiasts who are already using, loving group fitness classes, uh, but aren't necessarily seeing changes in their body that they would like to see. 
uh, really in terms of body composition and fat loss. And so this is a companion guide. It's, it will be a 12-week companion guide uh, that uh, you can follow along with and um, add healthy habits into your life. It gives suggestions on how to organize which group fitness classes you are attending to get the most out of those classes and also some tips about in the actual classes, um, how to, to be most effective in the individual classes in terms of, um, intensity and, and rest, uh, base training. So that's, that's the next big, big thing. And then I'm, okay, no, well, hang on. Let me stop you here. Sure. The, the mentor in me would ask the obligating question, when exactly are you going to have that published? Oh, um, I want, I want to say the end of September. Uh, okay, because we're recording this on the 3rd of September. I know. So, so, uh, so you must be close. <laughs> I have a rough draft completed. And so now it's about going back in and adding some additional details and editing. And then, then I get to start the fun process of actually turning it into an ebook. And there are a couple of different ways to do it. And there, there are easy ways and then there are ways that involve hiring someone to help you. And Got it. And my understanding is that there are people willing to do those things relatively inexpensively. Relatively inexpensively, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And, and right. you know. And there are wonderful uh, distribution systems in place uh, to uh, make it easy for you to sell it. Which is the, the next, you know, you Which think, is the goal. Yes. We all have bills to pay, right? <laughs> exactly. Kids in college or new cars we're looking for or whatever. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I think, you know, as I was going through the process and I was talking to some um some peers of mine who have have written ebooks and their response was, you know, you think the hard part is actually writing it and putting it together, but they were like, actually it becomes more challenging when we really sit down and start to market it. So, so that's, that's, that's on the horizon for me. Awesome. Well, if, 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 if listening to you is any indication, I'm going to guess that you're going to be very successful with it, Darcy. Thank you, John. Awesome. Well, you know what? I've really enjoyed talking with you. Uh, is there anything else that I, uh, well, how do people connect with you? Mm. Give us, give us that. Um, you can, you can Google Darcy Noblick, uh, or you can go directly to my website, uh, which is DarcyNoblick.com, D-A-R-C-Y-K-N-O-B-L-I-C-H.com. And you can connect with me on the website, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. Darcy Noblick's my handle for everything. Awesome. Well, Darcy Noblick, we enjoyed having you on the show today. And potentially, um, well, I'll ask another obligating question. Can we look forward to having you back? Absolutely, John. I'd love to. Okay. Well, you go and have a wonderful day, and I'll, I'll let you close this. Thanks, John. I've enjoyed talking with you today and uh, connecting with all of your listeners out there. Thank you. Thank you.